Okay, welcome to Dean Bodie Show. How's everybody doing? Happy Memorial Day. Yes. A big thank you to the servicemen and women who give us our freedoms, who sacrifice their lives, you know, to, um, so we can uh, have a better life and have those freedoms that we enjoy and go and barbecue and all this other stuff and, you know, that kind of thing, etc. Thank you so much for everything that you do. Big prayers going out to the servicemen and women and their families. Um, and may everybody have a safe Memorial Day. And, you know, we did a nice, uh, sh- well, nice. We did a short video earlier today talking about the ones that like to grill and barbecue. And some of them like to stink up the neighborhood. And, you know, how... If you want to know more about how what I said, you all visit the visit the YouTube channel, Dean Bodie Show, D E A N B O D I. It's one word, space show, and it'll pop up YouTube channel. You'll see what I'm talking about, okay? Because these kind of fit together. That's kind of the way we're doing this format. I think it's fun. Uh, we do a much deeper dive and hit other topics when we do the podcast. And we really get into some other fun stuff. But the video is there. You know, we get a little teaser, get a little setup. You know, you get to see my uh, my crazy mug. And you see Bodhi in the background, who's my beautiful four-legged Shiba Inu, love of my life. And that's how we do it. That's the Dean Bodhi. Bodhi's 90% of this baby. I'm just 10%. I'm along for the ride. Bodhi is in charge. But on a serious note... Bodhi is my muse. Bodhi is my, uh, wow, I don't know, my motivating factor. She's my driving force. Bodhi gets me moving. Bodhi gets me out of the house and walking around and makes me stop and smell the roses once in a while. And we get to go chase a squirrel and we get to look at a, whatever, a, a, a lizard on the tree and stop and look at the flowers. And when she says it's time for me to rest under a shady tree, and we're way over there, three, four blocks away. Well, we stop. And we watch the cars go by. And we just kind of decompress. And we clear our heads. And, oh, man. Like the list goes on and on. The benefits. Bodhi. Cranking up the immune system. Yeah, that's what she's doing for me. Listen, COVID schmovid. Pandemic schmandemic. Remember something. We're not afraid over here in this side because we're keeping our immune system strong. Eating clean, some supplementation, keep the positive mental attitude, keep the yucky yucks out of your life. You can't live off of Cheetos and diet Mountain Dew. Okay? Can't do that. All right? Drinking plenty of clean water. Right? And some common sense in there. Right? Let's do that. And so when round two or whatever they're going to call it, three, four, who knows, um, you know, phase nine, they'll probably keep going, whatever, we're ready for it, right? Your body needs germs to practice on, right? So it can get a strong immune system. That's what it does. That is what it does. So not only um, are we not afraid over here? And also remember, those of you that can understand what I'm about to say, I've been married before, <laughs> four years. Then it was over. Okay? I can handle that crazy ride. Oh, boy. And it was. 
<laughs> I'm not afraid of this pandemic, schmandemic, COVID schmovid. Been married. Bring it on. Also, as far as the immune system goes, those of you that been to the bar scene, the nightclub scene, I was in the nightclub behind the bar for over 12 years, and we used to do something called a bar mat shooter. Those of you that don't know what a bar mat shooter is, well, I'm going to tell you. And you can put down one of those or a few of those in your career or your life. Oh, your immune system is just fine if you survive one of these crazy things. So when you're bartending, you have these rubber mats that you put your tin on and your shaker glass and your strainer and your other stuff and tools that you need as a bartender to do the flare, to do the shaking, do the stirring, do the, uh, all the concoctions and the tossing back and forth and the flippity doodahs and catch them behind the back and behind the head and all this other stuff, spin it around a few times, do the old Tom Cruise cocktail moves. I'll be getting to some of that stuff in the near future because we used to do it, do it for real. And um, back in the day when that movie came out, man, we were all over it, entered bartending contests and all. Yeah, I'm the real deal, okay? I'm telling you right now. And um, got some friends and we're also the real deal in the business. And wow, what a great time we had doing that. But the bar mat shooter is at the end of the night when your shift is over, that bar mat would collect all of the drainings and the, the schmutz and the yutz and the yuck and the gunk. And you would, you would take that thing. And, of course, most of the time when you're cleaning up and you got to clean your station really good and you, you take that, all that stuff and you put it down the drain, sometimes if you have some kind of bet with somebody else or you um, maybe had a contest that who's going to ring up more uh, on their drawer and who would ring up more and sell more. And then, you know, whoever loses has to do a bar mat shooter, right? And you would pour all of that stuff that was in the mat. And we're talking cream drinks and we're talking sour mix and we're talking different juices and the drippings of whatever else was in this glass and Bailey's Irish cream and Kahlua and tequila and margarita mix and cranberry. Ugh. Simple syrup. Oh, did I mention the cream and the half and half? And it gets a little curdly. It gets a little curdly and it gets a little yucky. Put that in a shot glass and you got to drink it. Oh, yeah, stand back as you look like you just saw a ghost and you're waiting for the bottom to drop out and you look around and everyone's looking at you cracking up like this, you know, like they never cracked up before waiting for you to either throw it back up out of the other way. It's coming back up or you just deal with it. <laughs> Most of the time you're OK, you know, so. COVID schmovid, pandemic schmandemic. One, I've been married before. Two, bar mat shooters. Immune system is strong. Let's go. Okay? Let's go. Can't get all creeped out about everything around the sun. You remember these like investigator reports kind of shows? And they would go into like a hotel room and take like a black light or something like that and shine it around the room and you'd see all the body fluids and all of the... Who knows what the bed bugs would leave behind and all this other stuff. You'd be like, whoa, how disgusting is that? If you took one of those lights and walked around your house or apartment now, you'd probably run out of there screaming and yelling. 
Let's get serious. The bottom line is hotels are pretty nasty. I don't care if they're nice or not so nice. You don't want the black light. You don't want to see all of that, man. You do not want to do that. And if you're a germaphobe, forget it. Forget it. If you're like a Howie Mandel who walks around with a hazmat suit on with gloves and ever brings his own sheets and puts them on the bed in a hotel and all that, you're at that level. This is no fun ride right now. All kidding aside, I feel for him. I feel for anybody who's that, um, you know, crazy about all this stuff and has got that kind of phobia. Um, it's brutal. But, you know, just, you know, know it's going to be okay. Your body can handle and endure way more than you think it can. But if you put it in an environment so it can be ready for that, meaning eating clean, you know, at least the 90-10 rule. 90% do the right things. 10% treat. Not the other way around. Not 90% treat, 10% a little salad and a little fruit. I mean, come on. You can't do that. Drink plenty of water. Eight to ten glasses. Up, oh, oh, Dr. D dropping a little knowledge. What's that with the water? Eight to ten glasses a day is a good start. Good clean water. I'm not drinking the tap water. Some people do. Depending on where you live, it's, it's okay. As long as it doesn't smell. And it doesn't, you know, number one, it doesn't smell like chlorine or two, whatever else it, it might smell like. But if it's got something that doesn't seem pleasant, not recommending that. Filtered water, spring water, you know, come on and get them down. And uh, I get one of these like filters I put on the counter, one of these pure filters I don't know, 99% of the whatevers it takes out. You don't want to take everything out, every mineral out. But at the same time, you don't want to drink the stinky. Okay? So the pure filter works out for me fine. I put it on the counter. I fill it. And it comes out the spigot. Works out really well. I don't have to buy cases of bottled water. Oh, man. That's probably saved me a bunch of money. You know? That's what I do. All right? So that's a little drop in knowledge. little Dr. D tip of the day with the water. We talked about putting the lemon in the water. Do it. It's healthy. Does good stuff. All right? See the previous episode. Listen to the previous episode. Episode, and you'll hear the lemon water deal. Dean Bodie Podcast. Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher. Okay? We're on the platforms. And so thanks for joining us. We're having a great time doing this. And uh, we're going to be getting into uh, the... Back in the day when I used to go bowling, oh man, and we got into bowling like you wouldn't believe. I'm going to say I must have been, you know, when I was serious bowler, okay? <laughs> it must have been, I'm going to say 12 years old, 13, 14, 15, 16 Right in there, we were bowling up a storm. We got our own balls, our own bag. We're on the bowling leagues. We had matching shirts. Way too much fun. It was, we had a blast. And we go to the Darn Carter alleys, okay? Out there, University Drive, over there towards Coral Springs, Florida. Shout out to the Don Carter. And on the other side of the neighborhood was the Brunswick. Uh, down 441, down a ways. That was must have been all the way. Oh, gosh. Where was that? All the way down um, towards 
I don't know. That's a kind of a Coral Springs down on the other side of the town. <laughs> but both of those places were a blast, you know. And wow, I never had my own bowling shoes. Not sure why, but I never went there. Had my own ball, had my own uh, fingertip grip in the holes. And man, you know what was cool? When you get your new ball and you go to the pro shop and you watch the guy drill the holes. Uh, they, they're customizing your ball. It's the coolest thing ever. And they're drilling the holes and, you know, they're measuring your hand and they're hammering in the, uh, the fingertip grip. They had fingertip grip and they also had semi-fingertip grip. And I th- I'm pretty, if my memory serves me correct, uh, it was semi-fingertip for me, okay? Fingertip a little more professional, not quite at that level, but we were like not on the low-low amateur but we weren't super pro (laughs) we weren't even semi-pro really but the semi fingertip grip was was working out good for me and they also had different kinds you had the white which is the harder kind the yellow which was a little bit softer a little more tacky and that's the one that i went with because i threw a hook which means that you really crank the ball make it spin so it would curve um and Man, back in the day, it was great. Back in the day, uh, I mean, I was even into watching the bowling on TV. Sometimes I still do if I come across it as I'm, I'm channel surfing, you know. But, you know, we had guys with the big hook like back in the day like Mark Roth. This guy would crank this ball. It looked like his arm was going to snap in two. He would crank it so hard. to go all the way out to the right side of the lane and come curving back in and boom strikes man this thing had would create so much pin action it was like so cool to watch you had um wow you had earl anthony oh this guy was so good he was the lefty from i remember the only lefty that there was but he would kill it mr consistency in the pocket every single time you had marshall holman and marshall was so like animated when he got a strike you he would do that like fist pump and you know, that elbow in like, yeah, and he would have this face on him, just intense, man, and uh, he was one of those guys that he would take like more steps than um, than most bowlers would do. Most bowlers, you know, one, two, three, four, throw. Marshall would stand a little further back, one, two, three, four, five, and then release, Sm- super smooth, and intense guy. I'll never forget that. These characters, man, were unreal. Now you see these guys with the two-handed release. Never. We never did that back in the day. There was no two-handed release. You wanted to crank it. It was one hand, right? Then somebody came up. Or if we were just joking around and you wanted to put extra spin on it just for goofing around, you would try it with two hands. Until Jason Belmonte came along now he's like the, one of the probably the best bowler in the world, and he throws a two-handed ball. You want to talk about cranking and putting some spin on it and perfecting it? Watch this guy. But bowling was absolutely awesome, and you know the funny. You know what the funny part is for me? In your bag, you have all of these, all of the bowling stuff. It's like no other. No other sport or game what you need when you need to bowl because you're going to get blisters like on the base of your thumb. You're going to 
you need little bags of powder because your hands get sweaty and you walk up to the lane and you have that little air blow dryer that you put your hand over to, to dry your hands so it's not sweaty. Bowling's a trip, man. <laughs> it's a trip. And I remember back in the day, we used to keep score by hand. And then I remember when it, it shifted over to the automatic scorekeeper. Wow. Bowling of the future. You know, you think about the technology today is kind of back in the day. It was like nothing. But man, you know, but anyways, in your bag, you had all this stuff. I remember having a liquid Band-Aid. This liquid stuff, you would put it on your base of your thumb, uh, your blister, and it would harden like a skin. It would harden like a skin, like this fake skin, so you could keep bowling. Otherwise, you're going to rip the skin off. It's going to bleed, and you're going to be a, a mess. But all of these little things, you'd have to doctor yourself up with the liquid skin and all the powder in here and the powder in your hand and the, the rosin bag and the air dryer and taking your, taking your, uh, your, you had like a, um, either you used a towel or you had like a sack which had a handle on each side. You put the ball in there and you'd spin it around, shine it up, get all the, let's just call them impurities, any little dusty wusties that are going to affect the accuracy of my ball. What a process. What a process. And every bowl, every bowler has their own process, you know? And it's just really unreal, man. And um, to get to the pro level, it used to be like if you were in a sanctioned bowling league, okay, you'd have to carry like a 200 average for three consecutive years in a sanctioned league in order to qualify for your pro card. Man, I never got at that level. I might have been like 180 average. And um, look, I was no slouch, but I wasn't at that level. But I had so much fun bowling. And it's been forever since I've gone, man. But, uh, well, that's the bowling thing, man. And we were, we were, uh, you felt like, man, I don't know. Why didn't I get my own shoes? I have no idea. I never went there. And I never was the guy who carried the big bag in with the two balls. You got the one guy comes in as he at the next level of, uh, of professional. He's got a, two balls in his bag. One of them is for the first throw. Then the other one is to pick up spares. Come on. One of them, and they're made out of different things. One of them hooks more and curves more. And the other one, you don't want so much hook and curve. You just want to knock that spare pin down. Oh, my gosh. What a what a process what a process man and if you watch bowlers too depending if you're righty or lefty their forearm on the one side that they used to bowl with is a lot bigger than the other arm it's like one's like a Popeye arm and the other one is like like skinny and and whatever unless they work it out with weights but you can spot a bowler somewhere if you look at that kind of stuff man but man bowling was awesome and uh you know, that's the whole thing about that, man. And um, thanks for joining us today, you know, at the Dean Bodie podcast. And um, thanks for walking down the memory lane with the bowling, bowling leagues, bowling apparatuses. Oh, man. And the arm. Oh, one more thing. And the wrist braces you try to keep the wrist straight. 
and then you have one that doesn't keep it all the way straight and gives you a little flexibility and I mean, it's like, what is going on? You're trying to find this magical combination to, so you can get a better score, whatever. You can come up with the edge. Oh, and if they just oiled the lanes, if they just oiled the lanes, that's a whole different animal too. Is the lane dry? Is it just oiled? I hate it when they just oiled the lanes because the ball's slipping and sliding all over the place. You're messing with my hook and my curve. Ah, the scores would totally plummet. Didn't like the oil. They put this machine on there. It looks like a, a, a one of those robot vacuum cleaners. Covers the whole lane. Goes up and down. Puts the oil on there. And eh, not my thing. Didn't like it. Didn't like it at all. So thanks for joining Dean Bodie. Remember Dean Bodie podcast. Wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google. You know. Um, DeanBody.com Website's under construction We're building things We're getting closer Getting closer to the call-in number As the professional uh, recording is leaving The special voice on there And all that Because it sounds better than mine <laughs> And it's going to be something a little bit different Kind of like we're building a team over here Got Bodie We got, I think the voice is named Lucy <laughs> I, picked Lu I picked Lucy I had a choice And I like the way she sounded We'll see how it comes out And, uh you know, Dean Bodie show on the YouTube channel, all right? Have a safe Memorial Day, all right? And if you're grilling out there, remember, KFC came up with 11 herbs and spices for a reason. That was enough. You that have the 31 spices and herbs on your special rub, stinking up the neighborhood, all right? Clean the grills. Clean the grills because you're stinky, okay? We'll see you next time. Remember, it's Dean and Bodie's show. Have a great day. Happy Memorial Day. Bye now.